Oh my god, dude. Hey guys, um, if your volume was up really high, maybe you got a little jump scare there. And I did that because this is kind of the scary episode. Even though it's June 17th, we're kind of doing like a little weird vibe. I'm doing these things with my fingers right now. I'm kind of moving them around and like moving my head. And like um, we're getting weird in this episode. Um, but before we do that, we're going to do some Q&As. And before we do the Q&As, it's also Father's Day. So, Dad, I love you. You're my fucking best friend. And thank you for being in my life and, uh, you know, making me... Thank you for guiding me to not be an asshole, okay? That's basically all I have to say. Most kids are assholes, and part of it's probably their dad's fault. Or, you know, whoever the male fucking father figure is in their life. And, um... In their life, I don't have to say live there. And, you know, my dad isn't, you know? My dad's not a fucking stroke job, dude. My dad's a stand-up guy, and uh, he, he knows how to be a dad. So, thank you. And I'm not not shitting on anyone, but to, to all fathers, even the ones that fucking killed their, dad, killed their kids, happy Father's Day, all right? Just to really be fair, because it's all about being fucking fair, right, guys? Um, all right, anyways, Q&A time. Kevin Luna asks, when did you lose your virginity and how? Um, that's word for word what he said. When did I lose my virginity? I lost my virginity when I was, uh, I think it was 2011. Um, I was 12 years old. And I, dude, I was fucking in love, man. You know how, like, you have, like, you're 12 years old, but you know you're in love. And, like, you know that she's the one. That's what I had. Uh, I had, like, a four-year-long relationship with a girl. And I'm not going to say her name. Um, hold on, I'm getting, now I'm getting weird. My neck, hold on, my neck, you guys, my neck. Um, I had a four, I had a four year long relationship from like seventh grade to, I don't know, sophomore year, whatever, four years after that is. And it was like, we were on for a year, off for a month, on for seven months, off for one week. It was fucked. Um, and to this day, I still love that girl, but it's like a different kind of love. You know, when I was 12, I remember literally texting her like, baby, I or, all right, I'm going to do my kid voice. Baby, I love you so much. And, you know, I mean, I know you're the one and I know it's going to work with both of us. And you're going to be the only girl and my and my wife the whole time. And I know that I love you so much. And we're going to get married very soon. And it's going to be very great. And I love you. That's kind of what it was, right? Um, and I said really deep stuff, you know, I freaking love the way that you fucking smile every day. And I love when I see you in, um, in lunch and in a recess. Um, and now I love her in the way that like, if she, like, we're totally separate, you know, she's got a boyfriend. I have a career I'm trying to fucking go for. Um, and it like, but if she was ever in the hospital, you know, I'd be there. You know, I wouldn't, I don't love her in the way that like, oh my God, I want to date her. I love her in the way that's like, I hope she lives, you know, and I hope she does good. And I always hope she's healthy. And on her birthday, I'll say happy birthday. And that's about it. But it's cool. I like that, you know. Um, so when did I lose it? When I was 12. How um, my penis went into the opposite human being's vagina. That was how that happened. Um a, I am person A, she is person B. Person A's penis went into person B's um, hole. 
Sean asks, tips on investing. Uh, here's here's my okay. I don't really invest. I've never invested in stocks. That's actually a lie. I have, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when I invest in stocks. Okay, it's kind of just like, oh, dude, my friend said to do this. Fuck yeah! And then three days later, you check it and you're fucked. No, I don't know. I've had okay experiences with it, but I don't know a lot about it. What I know about is. Um, you know, whatever's trending and kids are buying whatever vapes in school. Okay. Now I got to get vapes and I got to fucking sell them to these kids. Kids are buying this type of shoe or this type of shirt or fucking whatever drink is out. Like whatever it was in school and in my life, whatever was like buzzing besides like fucking weed and Coke. Um, I would get my hands on it and I would try to sell it as as fast as I can because I know that the demand is high. So tips on investing, be able to recognize the supply and demand. You know, don't be afraid to gamble a little bit. Uh, I, there was plenty of times where I like my bank account would be a few thousand and then zero and then a few thousand and then zero and then 400 and then zero and then 800 and then zero. Like it was fluctuating all the time because I would put all my money into a few pairs of shoes or put all my money into some shirts or whatever the fuck it is and then sell them and then I would you know liquidate I'd have my money back then I would do it again and again and again and keep building and uh, that's that's definitely that's a good question Sean I like that question um, also you know don't marry the product that's something my dad told me every time I would have shoes that are like, I would pick up like 30 pairs of shoes and then I'd come home and I'd be like, dude, I'm keeping this one, I'm keeping this one, I love these. And my dad would be like, listen, dick, do you wanna make fucking money or do you wanna have 18 pairs of shoes? And then I'd be like, all right, you know what, you're right. I'm not gonna keep these. And he would always say, don't marry the product, don't fall in love with it, you know, just sell the shit, make the money, and you'll be able to buy it later. Uh, when you're fucking loaded, which I will be loaded, um, so, so yeah, that's good. And, you know, you know, basically don't be a cuck, you know, uh, just be smart with your money and like, okay. And here, you know what, if you're looking to buy and sell weed, don't smoke the fucking, it's like me wearing the shoes is like you buying and selling weed and then smoking your profits. Don't fucking smoke the profits, bro. Set a week, ev like set a week every month where, okay, I can smoke a little bit of whatever I fucking made this week and that's it. That way you have three weeks of buying and flipping and buying and flipping. And then for one week or even a few days, uh, then you could smoke a little bit of what you have extra, you know? So, or in my case, keep a pair once a month or something, you know, don't fucking keep three pairs out of every 10. Um, so yeah. And uh, Jake asks, do you believe in aliens slash thoughts on deep space? Dude, this is a good question. All these questions are dope. Even the first one, like the how part, I don't know, Kevin, but the when, it's a good question. You know, I like people are starting to give a shit, dude. Um, so do I believe in aliens? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do. And deep space, yes, I also believe in that. I think there's probably way more than eight or fucking nine planets. I honestly don't know. We're going to try this really quick. I'm going to try to name all the planets, okay? So there's Earth, Saturn, uh, Jupiter, Pluto. I think Pluto's the ninth planet, though. That's like, that's like people are sketchy about it. Like some people are like, dude, it's a planet. And then other people don't. Um, so those are, that's four. Um, Uranus is one, and that's five. 
Dude, what the fuck? That's there's literally five. So, oh no, Earth? Did I say that one? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's six. So, out of whatever amount of planets there are, there's got to be fucking way more. And you know, people always post videos. I don't really believe in UFOs. I think that those are just like weird fucking planes that people have. Um, like when people have the quote-unquote UFO sightings, and it's just like a plane that has like three fucking lights that looks like a circle, I guess. I don't know. That I don't really believe in. But I, I'm more into like the ghosts and I don't know. I, this is weird because I don't know. I, I believe in deep space and I know that like I believe that there's other galaxies and, you know, some fucked up shits going on. There's probably another, you know, Ju Julitis is another planet somewhere that there's fucking aliens and shit and they don't even th like they probably are so chill. You know, like they probably just hang out and like, I don't know, go like, do they have some sport there and shit? And it's really cool. And we don't think it's not like scary alien versus predator shit, you know, but I believe that there's other other life forms that aren't animals or fucking plants or human beings. Um, and yeah, I, I'm more into like ghosts and spirits and all that than aliens, but I'm trying to get more into aliens. Um, let me see, let me let me check something really quick. Oh, you know that that coast to coast, whatever it's called, I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, that coast to coast radio, dude. That guy. There's so many like fucked up alien stories. There was a story on there that I'm not gonna retell it. I'm just gonna sum it up. Um, that somebody was camping, and long story short, they woke up, uh, and there was like rocks that were all around their campsite they were hearing shit during the night and there was like these huge rocks that were like 100 pounds like you couldn't just pick them up easily and they were like perfectly around the RV or the camper that they were in and they were claiming that they heard shit throughout the night there's some really fucked up shit on there um so yeah and you know r.i.p r.i.p to art you know it's fucking sad that he had so i said that he had to go you know, Art Bell, R.I.P. And now let's get into the actual episode because it's getting rambly. You know, uh, last time I was talking on this episode seven. Is this episode eight? Yeah. Last time on episode seven, I told you guys that I was going to SneakerCon. And I wasn't really too excited about it. But I came back and SneakerCon was fucking awesome. Uh, and I went on Sunday only. I didn't go on Saturday, but here's why it was awesome. Okay. Now the shoe part, which is what the, like, if you don't know what sneaker con is, it's like a big convention. There's a pun. Um, okay. There's a pun, a ton. There's a ton of kids with, you know, little tables or just setting their shit up on the floor. And it's like stacks of shoes. And then there's huge, like restock Chicago, um, what else is there? Crep Protect has a big one. I don't know. There's all these big ass stands and they have obviously way more shoes. So, uh, you go there and you buy shoes and you sell shoes. And there was the same fucking three shoes at every single table, you know, Cactus Jacks, Prom Nights, like, I don't know. It was just so repetitive and not, there wasn't a lot of heat. I remember going like three years ago, four years ago, and there was like Shanghai Fives, Oreo, or not Oreos, Oregon's. Um, I don't even know, like the, the most rare shit you could think of air mags all the time. Like there wasn't a lot of heat this round. It was just a lot of basic shit. But what made it awesome for me personally was there were literally 23 people. I counted them. 
23 people that recognized me and that were like, hey, bro, are you Angela Blando? And I was like, yeah. And they said, you know, I've seen your videos on YouTube or you heard your podcast or I've seen your sneaker review videos. Um, and that was like really fucking cool. And they were all ages. I had kids coming up to me. They were asking to take pictures. I took pictures with like one group of three kids. And then, uh, another kid that, that Jake who asked me the alien question, uh, he actually took a picture with me because his brother's a huge fan or the, the other way around. One of them took a picture with me, sent it to his brother. And I saw like his brother message back. I was like, no fucking way. That's so cool. And that feeling of like people, like it, it's like the feeling of your shit finally works. Um, that was really awesome, you know. So that was that was deep, and uh, I really loved that. So thank you for everyone who who met me there and recognized me, and everyone who supports the show and YouTube and you know everything that I fucking tried. Uh, thank you. So speaking of trying things, uh, I've there's a lot of things I've tried. You know, it's not just YouTube. Uh, podcast and then some fucking sneaker review videos like I've talked about the fall of my YouTube channel and how I want to bring it back up which by the way okay I'm about to hit 500 subscribers I'm at 499 so maybe there's gonna be a 500 subscriber video and I'm gonna fucking jump back in maybe not though but maybe there is my arms are in the air because I'm so fucking excited um so Speaking of changing things up, you know, and oh, no, 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 that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about trying new things. There, here's a list of some of the things I've tried, okay? There was a thing called Fox Grape Vapes, okay? Which, this is going to get a little vape talk for all you fucking badasses out there. Um, when I was 17 years old, I just turned 17. I, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but we're fucking talking about it again. And I'll just sum it up. When I was 17, I owned a little bit of a vape company, right? Um, and I had bottles made and I was making the juices and it was all very like professional and I got shut down for being 17 selling fucking vape products. I also tried a little boxing company where I would sell shit or I, I would make these shirts and I was going to try to like put boxers on the back of them, like, like youth boxers, you know, um, my cousin is Nick Mazurik. He's like, I don't know what they call him, like amateur fighter or whatever. He's like undefeated golden glove winner. Like he's unreal, but I wanted to make something for the, the come up guys, but that didn't fucking work. And then I had a thing called Zoba Streetwear, which I was going to start. Like, I, I still have all the shit. I was starting to like pull the, I don't even know how you would, oh, distress all my denim and distress like hoodies and fucking flannels and I would rip them up and I would try to make them look really dope because that whole like ripped up shit was going on like within the past two years, which just kind of died down now. But like when everyone was wearing ripped jeans, ripped hoodies, ripped just distressed nation. Um, I tried to get into that and I made business cards and I ordered all the shit and I was practicing and then one day I woke up and I was like, this is fucking dumb. Why, what am I doing? Um, I don't want to work in a fucking cleaners or a sweatshop, you know, taking fucking shit out of my jeans one by one threads. And it's so frustrating that I wanted to take the straight blade razor and jam it into my fucking eye sometimes. Because if you don't pull the right thread, the whole thing gets ruined and you have to start a new thing. Um, sorry. So, that, I mean, there were so many things. I'm trying to think of what else. There was also Vima, you know, which I feel like I've talked about this before, but 
I don't know if I've just talked about this to a lot of people or on my podcast, but fuck it. If I talked about it once, we're talking about it again. Um, about talking about it again. Um, so, yeah, it's just there's a lot of things that you try. And, like, it's like you're in school, right? Let's say you're a college kid right now. You tried fucking anatomy. You tried science. You tried algebra 3, 4. Like, I don't know what the classes are. Uh, you tried drama. You tried fashion class. And you, you drop classes and pick up new ones. Even in high school. It's more high school because that's like electives and shit. I don't even know if they have that in college. But when you're in high school, you try different classes. And if you don't like them, you drop them and you pick a new one up. That's what I'm doing with my fucking life, you know? I didn't just sit here and say, all right, you know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my degree. After that, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do this, do this. Like, you kids in college, even though... Like, I'm going to make way more fucking money than you and have a much funner life, much more fun life. Uh, You guys have the advantage right off the bat because you're 18 or 19 years old going into the, like, looking at your life and you have a pretty well-structured, like, like future, you know? You have four years of college, then you have an 80% job or an 80% chance at getting this job in this field or whatever it is. They give you all that, you know, like where you're going to be headed if you get this degree. So you have four years planned out. Then you have a possible fucking 15 or 30 years in a career. Like it's very, it's not like set in stone, but it's very narrow. You have a narrow path and the end goal is pretty like uh, possible, probable, whatever. Mine is like... I'm looking into a fucking 85-mile-wide hallway, okay? Yours is one mile wide. Mine is 85, okay? Now, I'm looking at this hallway, and I am i don't know where the fuck to go. But there is a door 100 miles down, and I don't know where I'm going. So now I just start fucking running, okay? Now I'm running down, and I'm looking to the right, I'm looking to the left. There's Zoba Street where on the right. I try that, fucking whip it, because it sucks. Now I see Vima. I pick up energy drinks. I'm trying to sell them. Then I fucking whip the can down because it sucks. And then I, I go over to YouTube, and I'm having fun, and I get a camera, and I spend all this money, and it fucking it doesn't work. You know, I'm not feeling it. Um, then I'm So I'm all over the place, right? Where you are just rolling down. You're on a fucking skateboard and you're just rolling down. So um, (laughs) I really got into that because it's just true, man. It's like the fucking entrepreneur, self-made, this route is harder. It seems like so easy and people message me like, dude, that's so cool that you get to just hang out and you don't need a job and you don't need this and you're moving to LA. Sure, you know, fine. But it's way harder for me to make money. It's way harder. Well, it's easier for me. But it's like, as a most people would say, it's harder for me to make money. Um, you know, it's harder to just like get up every day and want to keep doing something when you know that it's not like working yet. Is basically what it is. When you wake up and you're gonna you're gonna go to class every day and you know that you're gonna get a fucking degree if you just do good in class. That's fine. But I don't know what the fuck my end goal is. I don't know. what. Like, I have ideas. You know, I have dreams. I have goals. I have things that are set. But, like, this podcast right now, I could keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And nothing could fucking happen. Right? Luckily, I have an awesome awesome little fan base set. And it's continuing, continuing to grow. But you never know, bro. It's like I, there's so many things I've tried is my point that... Like, it, and if it doesn't work out, I just fucking cut it off. You know, it's about 
being able to just stop when you know it's not going to fucking work. Um, so that's that. I wanted to give a little bit of motivation. You guys could fucking do it, dude. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And Vima, I want to play a quick video because Vima was just a disaster. Uh, I, haven't really sh I haven't really shown this yet. But I'm going to play a video. Um, this is from Vima. Vima is a multi-level marketing company. And uh, it's like, it's basically a, a bunch of kids that are selling this energy drink, but they're not really selling the energy drink. They're selling the idea of being rich. And you subscribe to that through paying monthly for this energy drink. And it's a fucking pyramid scheme. Okay, pyramid scam. Pyramid scheme? So this is a little bit of it. This is a guy talking to a whole bunch of kids in a room. I'm Alex Morton, I'm 22. Average college kid, dude, slow math in high school, 1490 SAT score, you know, never really did that too well in school, but, you know, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, small town, came out to Arizona in 08 to go to school, ASU, obviously, and uh, at 18 years old, like most 18-year-old guys, you know, all I want to do is party and have fun and girls and blah, 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 so I got into a lot of trouble. Um, actually, I wound up getting kicked out of Hacienda, the Okay, so he tells his little come up story. Want to show up to work, want to eat lunch, want to pee, want to go home. On top of all that, hey, I'm going to pay you 20 bucks an hour. Hey, I'm going to pay you $75,000 a year. Why? Here you create your own income. You can be 16 and make as much money as you want. You can be 85 and make as much money as you want. Why would you let somebody else tell you how much money you're worth? That doesn't make sense to me. So I had a friend who was 21 at the time. Dude, I literally said this shit. I said the same thing to like groups of people because I joined Vima. I was in. I was like, all right, dude, I'm 16. I want to make $8 million. I'm going to do it right now. I want to make $8 million. I'm going to do it right now. Alex Morton said I could do it. So Vima said, I'm going, to, I'm going to do it right now. So now I'm 16 years old, carrying around fucking energy drinks, looking like a scumbag fuckhole at my, at my high school. And I'm bringing them around. And kids would make fun of me so much, dude. I literally remember them being like, dude, what the fuck are you drinking, bro? And... I would just be like, fuck you, man. You're gonna be you're not gonna be laughing when I'm in a Lamborghini and you're the one in the fucking Toyota and I have Verve, I have this Verve energy drink, and you're in the fucking Toyota. You're not gonna be laughing then. I'm in the Lamborghini, you're in the Toyota you fucking loser. That was me. You know, I would get really defensive. Fuck you, man. I'm gonna be rich. You're gonna be fucking broke. And I'm holding my hands in the air, flicking them off. Fuck you, man. And, and like I'm in the corner of the bed or in the I'm in the corner of the school classroom, and then everyone else is on the other side, and I'm just sitting there with my middle fingers like this. Fuck you guys. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna animate that. Maybe I'll have my brother animate that. <laughs> um, but I there were some kids like it's just a it's just such a scam, dude. There were some kids that I could literally talk to, and regardless of me being a salesman, just because that shit that he's saying when he's like. You don't want to be told when to go to work, when to pee, when to eat lunch. You don't want to have somebody like, yeah, it's true. So people are going to listen. But some kids are like, dude, you're right, man. Fuck that. And they kind of just start getting up and they're like, I'm going to be rich, dude. Let's fucking sell this stuff. And those kids really get into it. And then they pay $500 every single month and they get into Vima. And I was one of those kids. And um, this was another thing that I tried. That's why I'm bringing this up. But... Vima is a fucking scam, is all I'm saying. I don't even think they're a thing anymore. If you look up Vima videos, they're, like, non-existent anymore. I think they, they probably all went to fucking jail. But, um, yeah, that was that was good. I That was, like, that made me... Well, you know what? The only thing I want to thank Vima for is for making me, like, you know, confident in talking or, like, speaking publicly or anything like that. 
because um, that helped me out. And there was times where, like, I would get in front of a class and I would literally just be like, you know what, fuck this, I can't do it. And I'd walk out. And then I'd get written up and I'd fail the test. But I couldn't even get myself to say, like, whatever we're talking about for two minutes in front of a class. And then, Vima, I was 18 or, or 7, no. I was like 15 years old talking in front of a thousand people or 800 people or even 50 people like at conventions and weird shit every single night. Um, so that was cool. But pyramid schemes, you know, multi-level marketing. Anytime you see MLM, you're fucking screwed, man. All right. So and I know I said this is going to be a weird, uh, creepy episode and it's kind of just been business. But don't think I forgot. OK, I didn't forget. Now let's get into the weird section. I'm going to play a quick little um, intro music for the creepy section. All right. Um, so I saw Hereditary this week, and I, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say anything other than this movie is so fucked up that if you don't see it, you, well, you're probably good. If you don't see it, you're good. Okay, but if you do see it, you know, like what I'm talking about already. There are so many fucking crazy parts in the scene. Now, it's not a scary movie that's like you see a clown and you're like, fuck, dude. Or there's like a fucking like one of those jump scares. Boo, fuck you. There's none of those. All right. It's something that you it's very quiet. It's very calm. You know, you're kind of just chilling in your seat. But there's moments where I was literally like my hands were on my face. And my mouth was wide open. And all I was thinking is, what the fuck, man? And, like, there's so many moments like that. And then after the movie, all you think about is what happened in this film. And that's a scary movie, you know? It's not visually scary. It's not like a jaw open with fucking eye, with eyes. It's not a jaw with eyes. Um, how scary would that be? It's something that, it's more, it's more deep. It's psychologically scary. Um, or whatever the big word is that starts with a P that means like deep. Um, so I saw that movie and if I want to know, I basically, look, I have some weird fucking fetish that I'm like into weird shit. Okay. The first book I ever read when I was 15. Okay. What's going on? Is there a UFO outside of my window? Um, the first book I ever read when I was like 14 or 15 was A Child Called It, which is a fucking gruesome story about... You know, a little boy, I think he was eight years old, and he had a, like a psychotic mother. And, you know, she stabbed him. She starved him. She made him live in the basement. She would take his brothers out and never him. She would lock him in the basement. He wouldn't be able to eat. She fucking would beat his ass. I don't know. It was a, it was a gross story. And then there was a lost boy, and then there was like a teenager's life or whatever. There was like four books to the series, and it's a true story. Um, his name is Dave Pelzer. And it tells you how he went from, like, getting literally, like, abused and beaten and, like, horrible things happening to him as a kid to, you know, growing and escaping his family and his psychotic mother. And then uh, when he was in his garage, when his mom would make him sleep in the garage as an eight-year-old child, he would dream of flying a plane. And, like, ten years later... When he was 22 years old or whatever, he became an, a, a pilot, and now his career is he's a pilot, and it's just a beautiful story, and it's very fucked up, and it's, like, very, very fucked up for a 15-year-old to read stories about a mom 
stabbing her son and all this stuff. And I also read a book called A Stolen Life, which is about a girl that goes missing. And I think this is either a stolen life or a different book. But I read a story about a guy that had like these in his backyard. He had like tents. And this guy was a fucking like rapist, murderer, nut job. Um, and he would have all these kids in different tents. And he basically like was a serial kidnapper. I don't know what you would call him. But, um, you know, there was, it was just like a little girl. It was a story about a little girl. And she was like 10 years old. And all the fucked up things this guy would do. And I loved reading these books. And now I know why. And it's because it, it balances you out, you know? Like there are a lot of people that will, something small happens and their day's fucking ruined, you know? I dated a girl once that just, sometimes we would just wake up and she was mad, you know? She'd sleep over. She, we would wake up and she was fucking done with the day. And I would be like, babe, what the fuck could have happened between you sleeping and you waking up? There was one minute what the fuck did I do wrong? Because I was also sleeping and there's no one in this house. Um, and some people are, that's just how they are. One thing could happen. It could literally be a thought that they have that ruins their day, you know? Or, you know, like I'm in class and my fucking, I get a D on my test and now my day's ruined or my week's ruined. Don't be like that. That's the, if you're that type of person, you're a fucking asshole, okay? If it's a death, if you're someone that's like, my fucking spouse died, much different, okay? Obviously, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people that have one little thing that goes wrong. You know, your shirt ripped. You lost 50 bucks. Um, you know, I don't know, like your TV doesn't work or whatever. Like that shit doesn't matter. And when you read stories about what these kids go through um, that have been abused or kidnapped or whatever the fuck, like when you read those stories as a kid... Anytime something bad happens to me personally, I think, what if I was Dave Pelzer when I was fucking eight years old? What if I was in a garage and my mom didn't feed me? You think I'm in a bitch because my tire's flat? Get the fuck out of here. You know, I, like it, it just makes me, it brings that like, fuck you mentality. Like I don't get anything that happens. I try to never get mad. The only thing I'll get mad about is like, I mean, I guess, you know, losing money as a, as a business owner or whatever, um, that always triggers me. It makes me mad. But I never get, like, the whole day I'm pissed off, head down, fuck you. Like, I get stressed. Everyone gets stressed. But I never let it get to any extreme. Um, and I always have things that I've seen or read uh, or happened to me that are able to, you know, balance me out. So I think it's really healthy to read fucked up shit and watch these scary movies. Even, even scary movies come into play. Um, because it gets you thinking like much deeper than the average kid's life, you know, and it makes things, it, you compare things in real, in the real world. Um, you compare things to what you've read. So, and I'm not even a book reader. I fucking can't read books for shit. I can barely read these questions that people answer me without stuttering. But the books that I have read, the seven of them were all very deep stories, true stories. You know, I can't do fiction. Fiction's dumb. Who the fuck cares? It's not real. So what are you reading? Um, but yeah. Um, so that's a, that's the little fucked up thing that I have about me is that I really like weird movies, you know, and, and books and all that. Um, and movies more lately. There's a movie called Megan is Missing, which I'm not even going to say what it's about because then you're instantly not going to like me. But 
it didn't even make it. It got like banned from movie theaters. It's on Amazon Prime. If you can handle very fucked up movies, um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend Megan is missing to you. And don't come don't come at me when you when you watch that. Okay, I'm telling you it's fucked up. It's about two girls that get kidnapped and very sickening shit happens to them, um, and they show it, which is a little fucked. Which makes me not want to ever be an actor ever because why would they even let you do those scenes? But uh, you know, yeah, th- just this this movie, Hereditary, was awesome. And there's also a movie called Super Dark Times. I think it's on on Netflix or Hulu. But that movie's awesome. Um, they're all like they're all psychologically scary. I think that's the word. I hope it is. And my point of saying all this is if you have a scary movie that's not like, that's like deep scary, you know, like real life scary or like, you know, psychotic, schizophrenia, fucking millennia, gemenia type of stuff, you know, those weird diseases or like the weird when you see shit or hear something like those. If you have movie recommendations for me, then at Angelo underscore Blando, DM me them. And I want to watch them because that's that's where I have fun. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we talked about SneakerCon. We talked about Vima. We talked about starting up businesses that didn't work. We talked about my fucked up movies. Oh, one more. Hounds of Love is another nuts movie. I just Isn't it cool that I'm talking about all the movies and not saying fucking anything about them? I'm sure it's really entertaining for you guys. Um, so I'm just going to shut up because it's either I got to tell about it or I don't. But yeah, so let's get into the sneaker sneaker part because I think we're at about 30 minutes now. So Cactus Jack Retro 4s. It's Travis Scott and Air Jordan Retro 4, light blue, black, red, trash, fucking horrible quality. You know, I thought they were nice in the beginning, but there are so many pairs that have came in from like sneakers app and all that that are just creased and already dirty. I've seen like 25 pairs around that are like creased, just that dead stock. They're fucking creased. And that's because like the, I don't know, the sheets of whatever that, that what's it called? Nubuck? Okay, now I burped. Um, the sheets from that new book just came like wrinkled or whatever the fuck it is. Or when that shoe gets wet, it's trash. Like, I don't know what it is about those, but that's why they went from $1,800 to 400. They're actually, I think they're at 350 now, but Travis Scott has a collab with Jordan and his shoe goes for 350. What the fuck? You know that they ruin, they take a great collab and they fucking ruin it. You know, what if that happened with. Pharrell, and it, it, did, it did happen with Pharrell's after a while, though. Like, it took Pharrell 12 shoes to get, like, to retail market, where it's like the shit's not even moving for profit. But it took Travis Scott one. Now, I don't even like Travis Scott because I think he's trash, but I, I thought his shoe was going to go for much more than 350 But hey, when you make, when you make an, when you take an awesome collab and you fucking shit out the quality uh, of the shoe, and then you also extremely gr them or release more than ten thousand. What the fuck are you expecting? You know. Um, then there's the Air Max Two Seventies, which I just bought my dad a pair for Father's Day, and I hope he likes them. Um, I tried them on. I think they're pretty awesome. There's a pair called the Be True. Uh, they're like gray. It's like it's like a Bel Air Five, except in an Air Max Two Seventy. And I love the Bel Airs. I used to wear them all the time. 
uh, and I love this shoe. It's gray, black, and then the the like whatever it's called, the air hole, air pocket on the bottom is like iridescent, fucking rainbowy vibe to it. And then it's got like the pink and the green. It really looks like a Bel Air. So I love those, and I'm definitely gonna buy those. Um, and I'm gonna look like I'm athletic when I'm really not. Um, and I like those. So those are thumbs up. Cactus Jacks, thumbs down. Didn't I say I was going to rate shoes? There's so many things I've tried with this sneaker sh- part. I need to, like, get something get something organized. Um, then there's the off-white Zoom Flies. Those, those black, I don't know what they're called, Mercurial. I don't even know what that word is. Muric- mercurial. mercurial. Um, and there's black and orange. The orange pair is fucking awesome, but I would never wear orange because I would have zero clue what to wear with it. And then, I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, they made clothes with the fucking thing. I know. So I'd wear the clothes with it. But who's going to wear the off-white clothes to match the off-white shoes and then off-white shorts? You know? what am I? I'm not fucking Justin Bieber, all right? I like to mix and match and throw things off. But the orange pair is dope. If anyone has those, let me know how they are because I'm looking for a comfortable all-day shoe. And I might, I might just take those, you know? I'll get the black pair. Definitely not the orange, but... I might grab those because they look pretty dope, and uh, they're only like three fifty, which is not bad for a collab. Um, well, for an off-white collab. And I asked a ton of people on my Instagram story. I said, "Message me the most comfortable shoe," and it looks like people are just saying under or ultra boosts. You know, I had people say V twos. I had uh, Sam Lerner, my ball, my boy. You're my boy. Um, said he gave me this brand called All Birds. Which I guess they're like, they're like pretty cheap. They're like hundred bucks. They look very comfortable. They look like very cozy, you know, daily shoes. If anyone's tried the brand All Birds, uh, let me know, and I'm gonna try those shoes as well. They're only like eighty bucks, but yeah. So I don't know. I guess I guess that's it then. Um, I want to tell you guys one more thing before I go. Let me get this. Let me get this, guys. So there's a guy named I B Jorain. I-B-E-J-O-R-I-A-N. If you want some bomb fire ass vape e-liquid, okay, for your jewel, for your and drop, for your whatever else, um, DM this guy and say, you know, let me get some of that shit. Or look up bombsicle e-liquid, all right? Or at vape312, any of those. Okay, his name is I-B-E-J-O-R-I-A-N. All right, you could look him up. You could get some fire-ass liquid. I used to vape a lot. I used to vape almost every day, and now I cut it down. But he sent me some bottles of liquid, and it it was really, really high-quality liquid. And the bottles are nice. They're not like those flimsy-ass bottles when you sit in the car, and you got it in the car window or whatever, and then it fucking melts. They're high-quality bottles. It's high-quality liquid. So definitely go check them out. Um, and he just sent me he just sent me bottles of liquid because uh, he's a fan of my show. So I want to pay back to him. Um, thank you, buddy. And you got some good got good quality shit. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk to some distributors uh, in South Elgin and in St. Charles and Peoria and Joliet and fucking wherever. Um, and I'm gonna see if I could get some people to uh, place some orders for you. So that's about it. Happy Father's Day, everyone. If you're a teen dad then fucking happy Father's Day to you, bro. You know, you killed it. You killed it. You got it. You got this, dude. You're you're 18 years old and you got a kid 
and you are you're still and you still have him hopefully then happy father's day to you bro because i would never be able to do what you're doing i really want to pay pay fucking respect to those teen dads all right so uh <laughs> have a good day you guys and oh i got to set this up because i'm a salesman next episode i'm going to be talking about some really cool shit so tune in and write a review thanks guys